This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Hey, Bollywood babes and bacha, thank you for downloading another Raj and Pablo best bits of our show. On this week's download, you'll be able to hear from the cast of Tuhemera Sunday, Sahana Goswami, Vishal Manohotra and Avinash Tiwari. They tell us what's it like living in Paris and what happened when one of them elbowed Mr Amitabh Bachchan. We also get all the latest from, of course, Mr Salil Acharya. Including what's happening with the war between Karan Jahar and Ajay Devgan. It's Milan Damadi's debut feature film, Tuhemera Sunday, which is about a group of five men struggling to balance their busy work and home relationships. Their only escape from re- reality is being playing football on Juhu Beach on a Sunday. I love playing ju- football on Juhu Beach, don't you? You, you do that often, don't I you? I do that often. It's a smell that I can't stand on Juhu Beach, but I love playing football. During one match, an old man joins their game and kicks the ball into a nearby political rally. The repercussions unveil in the pressure cookers of the life of the boys, threatening to boil over and severely test their bond of friendship. Duhemira Sunday premieres at the London British Film Institute's 60th Film Festival tonight. And guess what? It's the Rajan Pablo Show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC, courtesy of the BBC Asian Network. And we're joined live in the studio by the stars of the movie, Vishal Malhotra, Avnish Tiwari, and the gorgeous Shahana Goswami. Yay! 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 Uh, guys, uh, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show uh, on the BBC Asian Thank Network. Um, how are you finding the UK? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's been lovely here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like um, the film, there's a strong, strong message from this film. And there's critically, like all the critics raving, people who have seen the previews. How did you guys get involved? Well, let, Sahana, why don't you start? How, how, did you, how, how did all of you get involved with the movie? I think, uh, well, um, it, I think each of us had very different journeys into the film. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I, I guess I'm speaking for everyone that when we read the script, it was, an, it was a no-brainer to be a part of it because it was something so real, so refreshing. Uh, they were, it's, it's refreshing to be able to laugh when you read a script, you know, uh, in your own silence, and, and that's really what this uh, script did. And I was uh, based in Paris at the time. I'm, uh-huh. I, I am based in Paris right now. Uh-huh. So um, I actually had this whole interaction with Milind over... Uh, Skype. I was going to say, because Skype is <laughs> yeah. the new way of talking to anyone That's at the moment. That's how it was. I auditioned also in some, sent a little audition and sent it to him. And, uh, you know, it was all virtual until I got to the film and met all these guys. And uh, Avinash, uh, well, either one of the gentlemen, Avinash, how did you get involved? Uh, I had to screen test for this one. This was, uh, uh, this is my debut. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, uh, we had a casting director. I was called for it. I screen tested for this one. Milin loved it, got together, read the script, which is fantastic, honestly. Uh, I'm sure when you guys see this film, you, you're going to really applaud. I'm we've sure. seen the trailers and we've seen some of the previews, but all we know, everybody in, in Bombay and here as well, they're really buzzing about it. How do you feel? How did you get involved in it? You know, uh, coincidentally, uh, even before getting casted for this film, I had done a commercial with Milind. Uh-huh. And that was my first commercial about six, six, seventeen years ago. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hadn't any contact since then. And, you know, he obviously mm-hmm. has had a great career 
and uh, I did my bit. <laughs> and we kind of met um, somewhere in the middle, uh-huh. and the script came to me, and I auditioned for it. And it was it was very refreshing because you know after a certain stage you don't really rigorously mm. audition. No. And this one we had to go through a rigorous audition and a screen test and a look test, and it was very very refreshing. And, and you, you know the film it kind of touches a chord with what's happening politically in India as well. You know it's like a simple football game that kids play that people you guys play, and suddenly it becomes quite a serious event. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's. Um, Shana, you want to take that? No, no, no. no. Um, you know, the backdrop of the film is football. It's about uh, five boys who basically uh, get their refuge by playing football at uh-huh. uh, Jew Beach, where uh, you guys, <laughs> where Raj <laughs> plays football. Raj, I have yeah. played football once. Uh-huh. And it's all just taken away from us in just a second uh, when uh, a socialized or a political ca- campaign out there gets the ball hit on her. But you see, uh, the, the film, as you're saying again and again, mm. is, is just, is I feel that it's appealed to everybody because of its universal message mm. and a thought that everybody, no matter whether you're Brit or whether you're an Indian or any other nationality, it's a human connect. And that's, I think, the USB of the film. Say, say, yeah, Sahana. Yeah, somebody... Uh, I read it in in a review and somebody said it's like de la vie and it's true mm. it's like a slice of life and it's yeah, really absolutely. a slice of life because not only is it your own life but it's the life of people you see around you mm. and uh, it that there's a very warm feeling to something that feels familiar in such a everyday way and how about the fact that you know fo- there there's football involved um were you a bit worried i mean how is football perceived uh, in in india it's actually very popular. We keep talking about this, that cricket has always overshadowed uh, any other sport in terms of a commercial viability to mm. playing the sport uh, professionally. But football has always been big in lots of pockets of India. It's something that you will always see people playing around, uh, uh, you know, in, as much as uh, cricket. But the sport is, is growing, actually. If, if you look at it... Uh Strangely, I, I never played football earlier. and uh, I was going to say, did, had any of you guys played football before? Exactly. So you so had I, I was I was always into cricket. I'd never played football. Uh-huh. And uh, now you look at this, the, the whole time that has come to uh, India at this point of time, you, uh, there's an ISL, there's a league coming up. Football is growing. Yeah. And uh, strangely, the film has football, you know, and we, we all had to learn f- playing football for it. Uh, so... I, th- I think the sport has grown. Yeah. Uh, and it is growing. There's a lot of money coming in. So, yeah, there's a difference. How do you, when did you find out about the BFI and the London Film Festival? Because it's like, you know, it's quite an honour for a, a film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, how, how did you feel? So we had um, a Varuna producer uh-huh. um, uh, very excitedly sending us an email one fine day. And, mm. you know, uh-huh. he likes to keep the surprise... Uh-huh. element on. <laughs> and when we got that message from Barun and uh-huh. from Milind, we were over the top. Wow. You know, it didn't, personally for me, it didn't sink in for quite a while. Mm. Were, you, were you guys all together or were you... Uh, no, we were We were in our own, I, well, we were in different places. Yeah, 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 we, yeah we were in our own. But, but we, have, we have a WhatsApp. Group. Oh, you do oh, have brilliant. a WhatsApp. Oh, brilliant. Oh, were you kind brilliant. of immediately on it going, have you heard this is what's happening? <laughs> all of, yeah, that's where everything comes. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, jokes. Oh, yeah, it was a very <laughs> casual message sent by uh, this cheeky man here. Saying that, oh, uh, guess what? Our film has been selected for the BFI. Yes. We're premiering on the 15th of October and on 16th in London. Uh-huh. And it was like, huh, okay. What? Okay. what? <laughs> what was that? What, what? So it was a double take moment for all of us, I think. But it's... did you expect this? You know, when you were actually like um, on sets, actually after you've done the research, gone through the auditions, filming, did you expect it to take off uh, and be appreciated so much? I I actually, when I read the script, I told Milin that this is a film I think that should go to festivals. Mm. It's the kind of film that people should watch because there's a lot of 
uh, typecasting of what people think a Indian film Indi- is like. Exactly. And so it was nice to give something that's kind of between the two uh, ends of the spectrum. And um, yeah, and and he said, no, 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 I'm making a film for. I'm just making a film for my people. I don't uh-huh. care. I'm not thinking yeah. about all that. It's I'm, I'm. I want people to watch it, but I'm not thinking about a festival. Uh-huh. And suddenly, when Varun came and gave the news, I said, uh, you can't beat it. You know, it's going to happen to you anyway. You make a good film that 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 is real and mm-hmm. and accessible. People around the world will want to watch it. Did you expect that? You know, this was your debut, right? Uh, I, I did not, honestly. Uh-huh. I, I, in fact, thought it's... Uh, the film was supposed to be Juhu Beach United at, uh, at, the, at the beginning and we yeah. changed it to Tu Hai Mera Sunday. And somewhere, it, for me, it was... It felt that it's a story of Mumbai. I don't know if <laughs> it has a reach, universal appeal. Uh, with the kind of responses that we are getting, I'm really surprised. And I'm, in fact... I'm so glad to be a part of it. It's uh-huh. it's uh, it's so fulfilling, honestly. Um, and is it true that uh, uh, Milan has drawn on some of his personal experiences in making this in making the movie? Absolutely. I mean, can you give us any examples? Uh, well, yes. I mean, uh, he, my character. Uh, I play a character whose uh, whose name is Dominique, and Milan actually has. He's told me about it. He's had a, he has a friend who was in that situation where he lived. That friend lived with his mother and he was in this catch-22 situation as uh-huh. to, you know, uh, I need space, I need to get out. And the whole the whole structure of that character was so, so well-defined. And that came from Milan's friend. So, But um, to add to it, I just want to say that I think these five boys mm. are Milan's personality divided into five. <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah, he was saying that. He said, I'm, there's a little bit of me in all the characters. And, uh-huh. and that's very true. Um, when, when you meet Melinda, you'll know that there is a little bit of him in everybody, but it's he's drawn, of course, from his friends, his own life, his, uh, which is why mm. it, it has such, uh, it, it's so real. I keep saying that uh, you see a lot of films where there are different, lots of characters, but you don't remember them because they're mm. not holistic characters. Right, yes. And also, in this situation, yeah, they're just very real and very uh, well etched out. Also, it's the most, I'm sorry, uh, it's also a feel that the way Bombay mm. uh, has come yeah, out in this yeah. film, yeah. Yeah. it just becomes its own character, you know? And yeah. it's, it's what real Bombay is. Uh-huh. Uh, so are you all, well, I'm going to say, Mumbaikers or is it Bombayites? I don't mean to be controversial, but I've brought, born brought yeah, up in Bombay. It's Bombay. So it's Bombay. 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 If you want us to be politically correct, Rad, if you see the film, I'm sure you're going to smell Bombay again. <laughs> Just watching the film. Uh, the premiere's tonight, isn't that right, guys? Yeah. Yoo-hoo! Oh. <laughs> so are you guys all excited about the red carpet? Oh, oh. and how. <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, you're we, used to we, the IFAs. <laughs> yes, but I'm going to, well, you know, all of us should take a few tips from these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always the most well-turned-out people. Well, look at them right now. Yeah. I, I mean, we're no. in the studio. And look Thank at them. you. <laughs> you know, um, what my mum always says to me, Pardimi Renido. That's what she says, get covered. Yeah, we never do, though. <laughs> and I never uh, do. But are you, are you kind of thinking, do you do that whole kind of um, starry thing you're thinking what am I going to wear what am I going to say I still haven't decided by oh way. you haven't no because I, I'm stuck between going slightly casual or going uh, a little more traditional I mean I mean traditional in the sense of Oh, so Anna, go, go, go for it. Go for it. That's, what, that's what we'll say. Suits, ties, glam up, just do, yeah, glam up. Yeah, okay, do the whole thing. Enough. I'm sure Rick has got a few golden saris left over. That I, can grab. <laughs> uh, now, uh, I, mean, I just wanted to ask you something. We've heard a bit of a rumour. Is it true that you out- elbowed Mr. Amitabh Bachchan? Uh, 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 where does that come from? <laughs> as as no, an accident, of course. It was, it was an accident. Tell us about it. it. 
so yeah, yeah, we were shooting for this uh, show, Yud, and uh-huh. I happened to accidentally hit him while doing the action sequence, <laughs> and almost uh, had a heart attack myself. Uh, what was that film? Mud, wasn't it? Where he nearly died. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that was good. Trust me, I went through all the feelings that that one uh-huh. can go through uh, after hitting that big man. And, what, uh, what did you say? Sorry, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really like. I, I I was so shocked. I didn't even say sorry. I just kept looking at him. I'm like uh, th- that. He would react. He would shout, scream, or something, and he didn't say a word. I, finally, I had to go and apologize. And uh, yeah, the man that he is, he's, he's amazing. He just kind of said, "Let's go. Let's do a rehearsal again." And uh, it'll hit me harder. Do it like you mean it next time. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Going back to the movie, how relevant do you think the movie is mm. going to be to the youth? Oh, totally, absolutely. Yeah. That's my, you know, personal point of view. I feel is that it's, it, as I said, it's going to be so identifiable mm. by everybody, and not only Indians. It's going to be world. Uh, recognizable because it's a human emotion which I feel people will connect with. You know what's really nice also about the film is that it shows today's reality yes. in the uh, for the urban youth, um, middle class youth, and it uh, but it shows it in a very by the by manner. For example, even my character Kavi, uh, sh- her father, uh, you know, is suffering from Alzheimer's. He has so, but there's no big deal made about it. She takes care of him. Mm. He's somebody who she's responsible for. Mm. But uh, it's not made a big deal about, you know, the, people are struggling with space. Yeah. Uh, people are struggling with the lack of space. Um, people are struggling with noise, just the stress of life. So everything is there in the middle of all the fun and games. There's also just a real depiction of the, the struggles of modern urban life, you know, for young people. You know, the friendship. other thing. Yeah. That, um, and the friendship. Yeah. And friend- you know, the other thing that um, people are saying, you know, and from like, and this is from a non-Hindustani, you know, like from the critics outside worldwide, that this film has got the potential to be the next lunchbox. How do you feel about that? Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I just hope, I just hope it finds its space. Mm. I just hope that as many people as possible can watch this film mm. and it becomes successful in the hearts of people, at the box office, commercially, because when films like this work, it encourages a huge section of a new breed of filmmakers. Yes. And uh, I feel Varun and Milind uh, uh-huh. are well deserving of that. They've worked very, very yes. hard. It's not easy to make a film uh, by yourself standing against the tide of things that keep trying yes. to discourage you. And so it's, uh-huh. I think it's, it's been a huge team effort, but of course, like anchored by Varun and Milind, then uh-huh. it's, uh, it's been absolutely... Uh, we need your support, guys. Please that's tell all That's right. We were determined that you guys were on you the show. You guys are the number this. one, so please tell everybody. Yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed tonight. But what we want to know is um, how much of a team were you offset? Yes. So when you weren't working, were you hanging out together? Were you kind of supportive uh, of each other? Yes. Oh, God, God, God. Oh, yeah, go on. Tell us. Tell us. So uh, we, we had a long rehearsal period, right? There, uh-huh. there was a one-month rehearsal period where we all kind of got together and uh, uh, every day after the rehearsal, mm. so post-shoot, we just, uh, we had to get down together, have a few drinks, chill out by ourselves and a few? Uh, uh, a few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was wearing these glasses. Somebody asked me, why are you doing this? Uh-huh. I said, uh you what you did yesterday. That's very true. It's, it's, it's dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, glasses, <laughs> So, well, listen, seeing as um, there is a theme of football running, we thought we'd kind of, uh, before you go, we'll kind of test your football knowledge. Uh, so, are you, are you up for it? And um, pre- please feel free to confer with each other. Um, sure. Uh, so you can have a chat. So, um, are you ready for your football questions? The first one is, in what year did England win, uh, did last 
uh, win the World Cup? 19. Come on. Come 2011. <laughs> India won the World Cup. <laughs> I love that. Good answer. Good uh, answer. Well, actually, England won the World Cup in uh, 1966. Was uh, I was just. Oh. I said 1966. You did. Yeah, you we did. had the yeah, 19. Yeah, I got half of it right. Right. <laughs> half a point. And by the way, Scotland has never won the World Cup because we've got the world's worst football team. (laughs) It's not just the world's worst football team. Okay, which Bollywood actress was recently spotted dining in London with Arsenal player... That's how rumour starts. Arsenal player Hector Bellering. Shahana Goswami. (laughs) (laughs) From Tumay Mera Sunday. It was actually Isha Gupta. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but do you want to come up with a question? <laughs> no, I don't even know. I hate football myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what football movie. player has scored the most ever Premier League goals? Messi. Messi. Alan Shearer. I was <laughs> just about to say that. Yeah, you better. I don't even know the exact goals. Uh, which team's home turf is Anfield? Come on, Shana. You know this. We were talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Can I Google? Uh, uh, not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> I have no Pass. idea. Okay, uh, you're doing really well, by the way, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's Liverpool. Uh, which team won the Premier League last season? This I know. Uh, go on, go on. Uh, come on, Shana, uh, come on. Uh, I don't know. Shana. Uh, Paris. Uh, no, no, Le- no. <laughs> Leicester. It was Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, yeah so bad. Uh, which country won the first Women's Football World Cup in 1991? Iran. <laughs> very close. <laughs> no, very close because the country that won has a good relationship. United States of America. There you go. <laughs> Where will the 2018 World Cup tournament be held? Qatar. I have no idea. I don't know why you're looking at me. I, why am I supposed to know this? Faridabad. Faridabad. <laughs> Juhu Beach. No, it's actually Russia. Russia. Yeah. Just ignore these questions. Uh, okay, we'll give you one more. Which three colours feature on the latest Premier League football? Red, white, and gold. Gold. <laughs> blue, 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 green, and purple. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Did we football win? question? I'm gonna do. Right? I'm gonna do a football question off the top of my head, which you guys will have to get. Yes. Who starred in a football film called Goal? Who was his ex-girlfriend? At the time, with John Abraham, she wasn't his ex-girlfriend at the time. She was his oh, girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Which Bollywood? Is she married now? Yeah, she might have. Yes. yes. You got Say, one right. Well, you got, got one, one right. right. That was a football question. Good job. Yes. Um, Bollywood related, of course. Yes. I've got uh, one question. Uh-huh. Who's the female lead in a film which has a backdrop of football and is called Him <laughs> and lives in Paris? Sahana. Lives in Paris. Yeah. What's She's her name? Gorgeous. Sahana. That's right. She's going to be very glamorous uh, on the red carpet tonight. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, guys, best of luck tonight. Uh, Sahana, uh, Vishal, and Avinash. Can we say thank you very, very much for coming into the studio and talking to us? Thank, thank you for having you us. So much. Much. It's always a pleasure. Hope to see you tonight. We will indeed. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Now our muscles from Mumbai. Salila Charia joins us live with the inside scoop on the celebrity world. Salil, how are you doing? Perfect, guys. How are you guys doing? Really good, really good. All the better to see you. So, how is your heart? Is it Edilhe Mushkil? Apparently, it's not going to be released in Western India. Yes, you know, I, 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 I think there's a bit of a, a few roles that's being created. I tweeted about that, you know, mm. saying that I don't understand how... Uh, it's very sad. So, a large number of single-screen distributors have taken this call of not releasing Edilhe Mushkil and sadly, a lot of those single-screen distributors come in Maharashtra, in Gujarat, and some parts of, of southern India. Now, that's a very large segment. So, you know, this discussion has been going on for a while. And, you know, without spending too much time on it, 
I, I, I have to say this. For things that have been done one and a half years ago while shooting, the poor producers are having to pay for it right now as far as, you know, whatever the political tensions are. Mm. I, we're not against any part in the future that the political parties and the people and the leaders will decide. But as far as this film association is concerned, the government has given a statement. The censor board has passed the film. The multiplex owners have done it. So this comes as a very big blow for Karan Johar because essentially this is a very expensive film as we discussed this a while back as well. So I don't see Karan Johar being able to sway the minds of these distributors. And looks like it's going to be uh, a bit of a loss. You know, uh, many years ago, something like this happened with Fana. And uh, when Amir Khan had sat on the Narmada Dam, and in Gujarat, there had been a large protest about it, and they had not screened the film. And Yashraj ended up losing so much money on that film that Amir Khan ended up uh, giving back at least 60% of his fees. So I have a feeling something like that might have to happen with Adil Mushkil. But it's from no fault of any actor, so it's a bit of a tough one right now. Has um, any statement from Karan Johar? How is he feeling about all this? Well, he can't be feeling good about it. There's mm. nothing that he can do about it. There's nothing that he can do because an official statement from the government has come that no artist of any nature is being banned in this country that has already been released by the official government. But what they do say is that we cannot take a call on behalf of the local distributor, which is right on their part. So if somebody chooses not to show a film in Gujarat, there's nothing that Karan Johar or anyone can do about it. And that's exactly what's happened. The multiplex owners, of course, are showing complete support. Mm. Uh, Mukesh Bhatt and the IMPA, that is the Producers Association, is trying to convince them. But like I said, it's a choice. And a choice has been made by the Central uh, Association and there's nothing that can be done right now. Um, and what's going on uh, with, in terms of the war between Ajay Devgan and Karan Johar? Oh, that's got really ugly. You know, I, I've been saying this to you all, that Twitter and social media has now brought everything out of the opener. Earlier also it used to happen. We all knew things that used to happen. But now that it's come out. So we all thought that, you know, the big 25 lakh bribe, that voice recording which Ajay Devgan had put out on his Facebook, that Kumar Mangat had had with a very, well, let's just say, self-proclaimed critic. But what happened was, in that zone, everyone said, why is he being so public about it? Thereafter, when Ajay Devgan gave interviews, he didn't shy away from the comment of talking about Karan Johar and said, I have nothing against... The film, Adil Mushkil, but the battle with Karan Johar is personal. He said this, quote-unquote, and said that Kajol is no longer a friend of, of Karan Johar. No. I don't know what's transpired between the two of them, but it is just way more than just Karan Johar and Ajay Devgan fighting over the film. He's clearly stated this recently, actually five days ago in an article, that it's now become a personal problem between the two of them. And I know for a fact that for many years, even during Dilwale, I remember because I was there during the launch mm. at that time and you guys were there as well, you know, yeah. I remember mm. seeing you all. It was very clear, Ajit Devgan, I mean, they asked Kajol about the fact that, you know, how is the relationship now that did Ajit Devgan on the sets and all. And Ajit Devgan also, in an interview later, had said, yes, I did come on the set, I met Kajol, but I'm not friends with other people in the industry and for that, other people that he was referring to was Shah Rukh Khan. So it seems that Ajit Devgan formed his own camp and he's also stated that Kajol, being his wife, obviously, has also chosen to be on Ajit's side. So, this is a very open war and it's very sad because now we might not see this toying out for a while. Do you know what? Somebody ought to make a really good emotional tearjerker movie about all this. Karan Johar, <laughs> Ajit Devgan, Shahrukh Khan, Kajal, what more do you want? Uh, uh, Salil, uh, there's no more money for Virdi uh, wedding. So is the project stuck? Yes, it is. You know, uh, recently Sonam Kapoor, as candid as she is, and that's why we all love her for that, mm. said that Karina Kapoor and me are the heroines of this film. And of course, they are in the top five in our country, and there's no 
debate on that. Yet they don't have the money to make this film. And she stated also in an interview recently that if John Abraham and Varun Dhawan can get that kind of money for Dishoom, which did not even recover its complete cost, why can't We Ready Wedding just get, get this kind of money? Apparently, the distributors have flatly refused to provide 50 and 60 crores as a production budget. So Karina Kapoor and Sonam Kapoor are literally doing the film for free so that the film can get underway or so that the film can actually be made. In fact, because, you know, um, Sonam Kapoor wears fantastic brands and all that, and she wanted to wear something like that. Now she's having to cut corners as a producer, and Rhea Kapoor is frustrated. So, you know, she's raised a very valid point, saying that Neerja was made on a shoestring budget, made so much money. Now, recently, Pink also has made so much of money. It's about time that people in the industry started to look at the female actresses as equals and then provide them that opportunity. Only then you get to know. And you know what about Karina Kapoor? Because she is pregnant. When will she stop working at this project? I mean, will she still do Viri the Wedding? No, even if she... Yes, uh, it's going to be delayed a little bit. But uh, thankfully, uh, you know, the time span for delivering a baby is limited. We all know how long it's going to take. Nine months, I think it is, isn't it? In most cases, yeah. (laughs) So just a few months, I think a month or two after that is when she said that she'll come back to work. But anyway, they don't have the funds right now to start. So this is going to be stalled for about eight or nine months. And then once Karina delivers, then either Saif Ali Khan, the inside news is that either Saif Ali Khan will take over the project, obviously because they really believe in the project, or they'll have to find another financer. Because as of now, they don't have money to get the show on the road right now. Um, And let's talk about the rise of Irfan Khan. It's unbelievable, you know. Inferno released two weeks uh, before a, a worldwide release in India because of Irfan Khan. And yes, there may have been mixed reviews about it, but I think he's gone to a level that is way beyond what... If Priyanka Chopra is the torch bearer for, uh, you know, global cinema and taking India globally, Irfan Khan has been doing it for years and years prior to that. And uh, it seems that his fees have skyrocketed. You know, he's being in the list of the biggest filmmakers. We've got to remember, he's the only Indian actor who's been part of a thousand crore film, Jurassic Park. He was yes. part of that last uh, version of it. And Irfan Khan, now all our Indian filmmakers are looking at him with awe. You know, he's just reached another level. And that's the reason why there's a lot of jealousy, of course. But Irfan Khan himself has seemed to have conquered the hearts of every big uh, filmmaker across the world. I mean, he's done Life of Pi. He's worked with Angelina Jolie. Now with Tom Hanks. And I'm not talking about uh, Blink and You'll Miss It Rose. That was in Spider-Man. So he's also done that. His international roster now is to rival any big Hollywood star. So that's uh, Inferno with Tom Hanks he was in, right? It's uh, yes, re- It released yes, yesterday yes. in the UK. So it must be oh, huge yes, there. Oh, okay. So, uh, initially what they were planning was... In, no, in India it released two weeks earlier than two it would have released. Oh. They were planning to release it two weeks later in India. Hmm. But because Irfan Khan was there, they said we'll do a worldwide release with the world. Good for him. I like Irfan. He's so understated and he likes having a good giggle as well. So we'll, we'll probably see you in Mumbai next week because we'll be there. I don't know whether you all seem to be very busy all the time. <laughs> uh, we always make time for our muscles because I want to get some muscles too. You've got to teach me some tricks. <laughs> All right, see you guys soon. Salil, thank you very much. Uh, Salil will be back next Saturday with more celebrity stories. Thank you for downloading the best bits of Raj and Pablo. Don't forget you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm. And if you miss us really badly, you can always email us anytime about anything to do with Bollywood on Raj and Pablo at bbc.co.uk. It's the Raj and Pablo Show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC. Until next week, bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.